0: Dear Azalea, I've spent the last few months, like the rest of the world, at my house. And I've spent a lot of this time reading. I found myself gravitating toward authors like Bell Hooks, Patricia Hill Collins, Morgan Jerkins, Audrey Lorde, Black women writing about what it means to be a Black woman. And that, of course, brought me back to you. I know that when you wrote The Color Girl Beautiful way back in 1916, You collected and shared advice that you hoped would help Black women to be accepted by a society that was built to break us. And you'd be pleased to learn that some of what you taught in your book about loving ourselves and celebrating our heritage and celebrating each other, it stuck. And it still lives on to this day.
1: But it is really, really dope to be Black and to be a Black woman. I think most Black women can attest to the fact that we have an amazing sisterhood. Like, I love going to the grocery store and I see someone and we just start swapping the hair tips. (laughs) Like, I love that.
0: But some of your advice to Black women, to comply, to make ourselves small, and to strive for perfection in order to be more acceptable, is outdated. But even still, it also lives on. And I ever feel like I had to be perfect. Yes, all the time, to the point where, you know, at certain points would just be overwhelming.
1: I had decided that I wanted to try to to work on my body and try to get to this ideal image of myself that I thought was gonna be perfect. I could have used that $10,000 to do a whole bunch of other things. I could have bought a house, I could have started a business. Um, And again, I don't regret doing it, but maybe if I talked to a cousin or uh, an auntie or someone else, maybe I would have been able to kind of change my opinion about it. Like I begged for a perm because I thought it'd be easier around like 14. So now I'm transitioning and I'm like 18 And I have this perm and like my hair is not doing really well. So I'm like getting this sew in instead. And so I'm trying to grasp for what I think beauty or being pretty is. And it's like, I can't. So I I put on hair that I knew was attractive or acceptable. I just became someone else.
0: And it's that tension between needing to find a way to accept and love yourself, while also finding a way to exist in a culture determined to get you to believe that there's something wrong with you that I want to talk to you about this season. I've met a lot of bold, opinionated women that I think you'd like, and they've shared vulnerable, honest stories about their fights to carve out an identity for themselves, independent of the messages they were hearing from everyone else.
1: I was just surprised. I mean, just sort of aghast at uh, someone taking that kind of liberty. It was like I was a non-entity, had no rights of which she had to you know, concern herself. And so I had to kind of let her know that's not the way this is going to
0: work out. I can't wait to go over these conversations and readings with you. We've got a lot to talk about. Hey, Azalea, it's Acelica. I'm back for season two of The Color Girl Beautiful, a heartfelt letter from one generation of Black women shaping their identity to another. Season two of The Color Girl Beautiful is out November 24th, wherever you get your podcasts. Learn more at coloredgirlbeautiful.com.